daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sembrano. Host of Locked On Rays, part of the Locked Podcast Network for making the Locked On Rays podcast your first listen every day. And remember, Locked on Rays is free and available on all platforms, including YouTube at Locked on Rays. Also, be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Locked on Rays. And you can email us anytime, LockedOnRays at gmail.com. Well, Ulysses, we have an abridged podcasting recording schedule this week. We'll be doing episodes Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, we will be off on Thursday and Friday. So we're changing things uh, around a little bit, having some fun. And we have been hyping this up for a while. Uh, our prop bet episode, our prop bet postmortem, how we did on that end of things. We'll get to that. But before we do, um, something that we had discussed last week and finally came to fruition, the Rays finally uh, finalizing for now their 40 man roster making a flurry of moves to set that thing in advance of the rule five draft, which I believe is supposed to happen December 9th. Who knows with a lockout CBA, if that's going to happen on that date, but the Rays did multiple things on Friday slash over the weekend. They one traded Brent Honeywell to the Oakland athletics they too traded Tobias Myers to the Cleveland Guardians. Uh, three, they conditionally released Dietrich Ends. And four, to finalize the 40 man roster, they added pitchers Tommy Romero, Calvin Fache. I, I look his his name, however you pronounce it, Fache. I think it rhymes with Poche, Fache, whatever it is. F A U C H E R. There we go. Uh, infielder Jonathan Aranda and catcher for Proctor. So a lot going on uh, over the weekend for the race. Conspiracy theory. You get rid of a Frenchy like a uh, Brasso and you give it another French last name. <laughs> I think it's Fauché. How about that? There we go. I think it Calvin Fauché. Isn't that nice? I, I thought it was Foucher when he was acquired in the Nelson Cruz trade. I'm and he was Fauché, supposed baby. to be. I thought he was. I thought he was going to be like a throwaway, but the Rays no. found something in him, saw something in him, figured out something with him. Hey, we're going to, you have great stuff, but we got to get you to throw strikes. And he showed the ability to do that once he got acquired with the Rays. And lo and behold, he is now in the 40 man roster. Well, Callan, when he came over in that cruise trade, a 144 ERA in 13 games. So he definitely showed enough for the Rays to say, you, you should be protected. Just like the prop bets, Kevin, we, we got some things right. We got some things wrong. Um, mm -hmm. for, for my part, I, I thought they would, they would protect four guys. They ended up protecting four guys. However, I got the four guys, uh, you know, I got two of the four. Uh, they yeah. did protect four Proctor. They did protect Tommy Romero. But our boy Blake Hunt, friend of the program, mm -hmm. was not protected. Um, and when we talked about this off screen, um, it made sense. You know, how many teams do you know carry four, maybe even five uh, catchers in their 40 man? Right. It's, it's 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 a odd thing. So I think that was um, the, the thought there. 
to to not go that route. But I, I, I'm excited to you know Jonathan Aranda winning MVP for the for, yeah. for Double A Double South uh, East uh, South League. Uh, let's see what he has because if that bat's real, then you can look up and down this farm system, Kevin, and with the team that the Rays have, uh, this window of opportunity that we keep talking about does seem to legitimize itself in the offensive side, something that this franchise has never been known for. Yeah, you've got one, two, maybe three guys at the same time, but right. the lineup that they just had plus the guys that they're protecting, if they come true, um, boy, th- this offense is going to be a good one for a long time. Yeah, if there's anything we learned with this 40-man maneuverability is the fact that players' stocks can rise and fall very quickly in the matter of months. I mean, who really had Jonathan Aranda on any uh, on their radar back in March or April or February? Like, he was a throw-in. If you looked at the Rays' top 30 prospects, top 40, top 50 prospects, I don't know. We we certainly didn't talk about him. No, <laughs> we we didn't know about him coming into the year. So for him to, and he was actually a converted catcher. To, to, so to see him uh, be able to rake and and hit 325, 330 in the minor leagues this past year and play first base, second base, third base, and a little bit of shortstop, he's definitely an intriguing player. Now, out of all these four guys that were added, and technically Renee Pinto was another guy that was added, but he didn't. He, he was added you know, a week or two ago before these moves on Friday, Saturday, but out of Tommy Romero, Calvin Fauci, is that what we're going with? I'm going, I, I might be completely wrong, but I'm going the French one. Fauché. Fauché. It's going to take, look, please don't send us emails or Twitter DMs about this guy's pronunciation. <laughs> no, do okay. bother Hold Kevin with it. Him. Bother C. Kevin F. with the pronunciation. Calvin. I'm just going to Calvin. call him Calvin. Tommy C. Romero, C. Calvin, Jonathan Aranda, Ford Proctor. Um, out of these four guys, which do you think makes the biggest impact in 2022 and beyond for the Rays or otherwise? Uh, I think Tommy Romero. I, I think mm-hmm. he's really knocking on that door with the numbers that he put up. Over 100 innings pitched, and he had a .96 whip, 261 ERA. 145 strikeouts, Kevin. I mean, this guy knows what he has, his, his, yeah. his pitch offering. He knows what to do with it. Now it's the next step. You've shown you can handle AAA for a whole season uh, or at least par- uh, parts of it. What's next? And and with right. the starting rotation in flux in that fifth spot, yeah, you, you we all know about the Shanes. We know about Drew and we know about Luis. Who's got yeah. that fifth one? That fifth one is going to be a battle between Josh Fleming, Ryan Yarbrough, a Yanni Chirinos when he's back healthy, maybe in May or June, and then Tommy Romero. And yes, yeah. can they get somebody from free agency? Sure. And Alex Cobb would be fantastic. I'm not going to make any prop bets on, on <laughs> signings free agents because you know how I feel about the Rays going after free agents. I think it's... Uh, uh, one in, in in a million that they actually sign somebody that's going to make a, a big big impact, especially people throwing out names like Scherzer and Verlander. Let's let's yeah. uh, let's calm down. But no, it's got to be Tommy Romero, uh, and I think you agree with me, correct? No, I do agree with you. And again, he's another guy that before the season, 
how many radars was he really on as this guy is going to be a fast riser and a big time contributor, but he has been really, really consistent over his last four minor league seasons. And quite frankly, what he showed in 2021, I don't really think there's anything else for him to prove at the triple a level. Like at some point you've got to be able to find a spot for him, which probably made it a little bit easier for the Rays to, move off of Dietrich Enns, move off of Tobias Myers, and move off of Brent Honeywell, which the Brent Honeywell trade to the Oakland Athletics for cash considerations definitely brings in some emotions if you're a Rays fan after what he's gone through the last several years with the arm surgeries and the rehab. And he was a guy that was a rallying cry for the Rays. I thought he'd make a bigger impact for the team this year, but he he was called up in April, got a couple appearances, didn't do so didn't do too hot in those appearances, got sent down and basically stayed at AAA the entire year. Didn't get another opportunity after that. So something was going on there that I don't really know that maybe it, I guess it's just a case of he ran out of time with the Rays being out of options and they, they maybe wanted to see him develop a little bit more and, and get his feet underneath them. And it was just, well, we, we got to move off of you, I guess. Hindsight's twenty twenty. You know he got the CJ Crone treatment, which mm. is you uh, you're off our plans right now. And as a fan, you're like, why are they not using him? And then you try to justify excuses. Well, he's never reached five innings. Well, they probably want to stretch him out. Okay, well he's pitched five innings now. Why is he not brought up? Well, yeah. well you can bring G Trick in, so you might want to have you know the the comfortability of somebody who's versatile. You try to make excuses for them not calling up a guy. When now that you see that he's traded and he's one of the guys that makes space for the 40 man, you say, well, that was written on the wall and, and mm-hmm. they saw something. And, and you know, it, the same thing with Mike Brasso, there was just not enough space for you. Uh, right. We like you. We want you to succeed. And we hope you get your well-deserved opportunity to shine and to be successful in Milwaukee, in Oakland. And hopefully that's that's the case there. Yeah, it's it's funny because they certainly would have had opportunities to call him up and use him. How many pitchers did the Rays use this past season? How many roster moves did they make? I mean, what's what's the total on guys that they used? 36, 37, 38, 38 pitchers? pitchers they used. 38. Yeah. Can you believe that? So and one of them was Brent Honeywell, but not enough time. Right. Yeah. And I think and again, this is just probably nitpicking. And I, I just don't think really I think the Rays probably should have given him some more of an opportunity after he got blown up a little bit in his final appearance, but it just seemed like the execution wasn't always there. He had good stuff. It's just, he seemingly, when I looked back at the video too many times, he just left things out over the plate and they got hit. They got hit hard, whether it was the change up, not getting enough downward ride, or whether it was the fastball, not rising enough. And it was just too much stuff in the middle of the plate. Uh, in the zone that that he got hit up against. And the other thing, too, that I wonder about him is what was he known for? What was his uh, specialty? It was that screwball, right? Screwball, that's, yeah. Yeah, that's what stood him out from the rest of the guys or, or made him know, oh, he's, he actually, he's a guy that throws a screwball. Nobody throws a screwball except for Brent Honeywell. But he didn't really throw that, uh, at least when he was in the bigs. Yeah. I think... Uh, Savant Statcast only labeled one pitch a screwball. So I wonder if uh, that was something from the Rays or something from the medical training staff to say it maybe it upsets your elbow or arm. I mean, the New York Times did a huge feature on there's a reason why 
pitchers don't throw screwballs anymore because right. it, it ruins your arm. So I wonder if that's some of that where you take that out of the equation. The fact that this guy had how many surgeries and it's like, well, that's could have been his out pitch, a bread and butter pitch, and he can't use that anymore. He's he's down to a fastball, maybe an average cutter and a changeup, and it kind of neuters him to some extent. So it, it's very interesting to see what will happen with that. But wishing wishing him the best of success with Oakland and, and seeing what he can do. But uh, that is that for now. That is the, the Rays 40-man roster, and uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens over the next – couple of weeks with the CBA and everything like that. But, and if there's any more trades, but uh, that is your, that is your 40 man for now. Uh, okay. We'll go ahead and move along here. Uh, I know this has been very highly anticipated. The, the prop bet episode, we, we will finally see who won, finally see who outsmarted who on the predictions and the guesstimations. But before we get to that, we have to tell you about direct TV stream. Direct TV stream is a simple way to get all the entertainment you love without the hassle. Direct TV stream brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before, which means you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. And the best part of it all, there is no annual contract. So stop waiting and get your TV together with Direct TV stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Okay, Ulysses, let's go ahead and get into it. We have 13 prop bets that we actually made quite a few more, but those were ones that we agreed with. So we are only going with the prop bets that we disagreed with. And what was our what was our literal bet before the season? Uh, if I win, you buy me a box of cigars. If you win, you get a case of your favorite adult beverage. I think you're my boy blue was what you were looking <laughs> yeah. for. Is that what you want? Or do you want cigars? Do you want a different kind of beer? I I'm, I'm it's, it's all, let's stick with the, with the, my boy blue. Let's stick with my boy blue, okay. but you know, maybe if I change my mind, I'll tell you, but, but so well, far that's, that's assuming the you one win. That's assuming that's you win right. this prop bet. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You're right. All right. Let's all get right, right let's into see. it. Um, all right. And, and we won't go through all 13, this, uh, second segment, we're gonna have to break this up into a couple segments here. Uh, this is, this is just content for you guys. We gotta, we gotta break <laughs> it up a little bit, but, uh, okay. Th- this, First one, I lost really early here. Uh, Jake Odorizzi will sign with, I don't know where I came up with this. I said he would. You said he wouldn't. I think uh, the Blue Jays at the time were def- uh, desperate for starting pitching. And uh, it it was very early uh, in the offseason or, or around spring training that, nope, I'm going to sign with the Houston Astros. And I was like, man, I'm already behind the eight ball here. <laughs> yeah. You know, I think you were Blue Jay happy. I think a lot of people were Blue Jay happy. And yeah. they did end up wanting to to get some 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 a right-hander starter. It was it ended up being Barrios and not Odorizzi, but you, you almost had it there. Foul tip. Okay. That is one for you. Uh this next one, will Mike Zanino hit over 200? I said he would. Ulysses said he wouldn't. Mike Zanino hit. Drum roll. 216. Ah, 
Dang. Yeah. Uh, I, I think I saw this coming down the pipe around August. I'm like, oh man, I'm actually going to mm-hmm. lose this one. I think he, he had a 219. I was like, oh, this is, it's not going well, but he, I think he dipped to like 204 and I was like, oh no, yeah. oh baby, I'm going to get this one. But now Zanino had a fantastic year foreshadowing mm-hmm. for another prop bet. Yeah. Uh, by the way, he hit 151 versus lefties and 342. Uh, did I say that? Ver- 151 versus righties and 342 versus lefties. Okay. Yes. That sounds better. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That is crazy. Uh, so, yeah. and he's also now with that 216 batting average this past season, he is a 202 career hitter. I think league go. average. Uh, nowadays is like 230, 232. So he's almost getting to the point where he's a league average hitter, believe it or not. <laughs> Two more Even, seasons like this, and maybe so, yeah. yeah. Essentially. Uh, qu- quick little aside here. Do you think he hits 200 plus in 2022? Um, you know what? I'm, I'll, I'll put that prop it on, on, okay. on freeze right now. Look, that? I'm not making you, I'm not making you put it pen and paper. I'm just, you know, trying to get your <laughs> feeling, gauge my, on where feeling you're me out. On <laughs> so we might, this might have to be a, uh, Mike Zanino prop bet 2.0 on an, yeah. uh, on if he'll hit uh, 200 or above. Okay. Uh, so that is one for me. Yep. Uh, this next one, Brendan McKay will get at least 10 plate appearances in the majors with the Rays. I said, no. You said yes, and Brendan McKay didn't even sniff the big leagues this year. Uh, no, and uh, quite possibly uh, next year could be his Brent Honeywell year. He's got his fourth year, so yeah. um, a Brendan McKay non-productive in the race this year would would probably mean the end of Brent Mc, Brendan McKay with the race, yeah. which would be a, a, a shame. And uh, that's another discussion of... Does that make him a bust or not? That, that I, I want to Ooh. get your take on that. But before yeah. we move on that, again, you're two to one. The next one, Rich Hill will be DFA'd before August. You said no. I said yes. He was not DFA'd. He was traded no. before August, but traded is not the same thing as DFA'd. He was traded on July 23rd. So, Kevin, you're beating me right yeah. now. Three to one. I'm glad I I was nervous about this one. I almost won it on a technicality here, but heck, credit to Rich Hill. Actually, he put together a pretty darn good year, signing with the Rays for two and a half mil, and he ends up finishing the year with a 3.86 ERA with 150 strikeouts and 158 innings. I just think that as you got closer to the All Star break and after the All Star break, it was like, yeah, Rich Hill's losing a little bit of steam. He may be getting figured out in the A at least. Let's cut our losses, and we also have to, you know, open up a spot for a Drew Rasmussen or a Shane Baz or uh, somebody like that. But uh, yeah, so I am up uh, what three to one right now. I'm I'm feeling yeah. pretty good. Uh, let's let's move along here. Um, okay, so this next one, uh, three Rays, three Rays players will get MVP votes in 2021. I said no. You said yes. You won this one. I am so proud of this one. I'm so proud of this one because this one is the one where you 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 just go for it. You just mm-hmm. feel confident, and and Vegas gave you the 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 hit, man. Uh, again, 
Not the players I thought would get the MVP votes, but yes, the race have three guys. Brandon Lau, uh, 10th, Big Z, and Meadows getting one vote each. And so that's how we get to three players yeah. getting MVP votes for the race. Uh, yes, but did Meadows really deserve an MVP vote? It's a little bit that's of a not- stretch. That's not the prop bet. He got an MVP vote. We can talk about that later. But for now, it's three to two, Mr. Weiss. All right. This next one, uh, the Yankees will win the 2021 AL East crown. That was the prop bet. I said they would before the season. Ulysses, you said no, they wouldn't. Of course, the Rays won the division very handily. And part of my reasoning for this was I sort of bought into the media hype of, oh, you lost Charlie Morton. You lost Blake Snell. The Yankees signed Corey Kluber. Corey Klu- the, the Rays were going after Corey Kluber, so he must be doing something right. And he only threw 80 innings. And, you know, I just thought this was a year where, you know, the, the Yankees might win 92 games and the Rays would win 88 and they would, you know, find a way to, to, cobble out that division uh i don't know if before the season did you have the rays winning the division or was it the the blue jays or the yankees or not the, I had yankees, the race or the uh the okay you had the race yeah i had the i had the race i mean it, it was just like the the last one with the mvp votes i just went for the fences man and i know that the hype was there uh for what the yankees could do but i, I i'm so glad that the that the boys kind of shut that down um i mean early if you look yeah. at it, you know, by August, you were like winning the division is a, is a real possibility. Now, mm-hmm. were teams available to take that away from them two weeks before the season ended? Sure, mathematically speaking. But you really did see this team kind of yeah. take off after the trade deadline and see like, oh, winning the division is a, a real possibility. Mm-hmm. And it happened. Uh, OK, so that puts us right now three to three. I think that's a good stopping point before we get to. Uh, the final seven prop bets. Uh, you know, I think we need we need a little recharger before we get through these these last couple. You know, what what could do that? Maybe a built bar, something. I, I, built bar might a little pick me up. Kevin, it's the perfect time for built bars and all around everywhere you are because now it, it's the new holiday dessert. Feast on something delicious and you can feel good about it. One single slice of pie has upwards of 300 calories and that's on the low end, Kevin. Maybe Ann Betty likes to really put sugar on her pies. Most built bars are only 130 calories and they only contain four grams of sugar with plenty of protein. So if you want something good, delicious, that won't make you feel guilty, built bars are the snack for you. They're low in calorie, low carb, low fat, high in protein. So what do you do? You go to built.com. You pick all of your flavors and you say this one, this one, this one. I I can't make my mind up. So you get a a whole mix box uh, of flavors in there. And right before you hit the purchase button, you say, wait, there's a promo code. I know it. It's L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5. And you will get 15% off your whole built bar order. So go today. Use promo code LOCKED15 and get yourself some built bars at built.com. All right, let's roll on through here. This next one, at least 12 raised pitchers 
will record a save in the regular season. I said, yes, that would happen. Ulysses, you said, no, that would not happen. And what happened? Not 12, not 13, but 14 Rays pitchers recorded a save. How the, the greatest accomplishment during the 2021 season, not the Braves winning the World Series, not the Rays winning oh, no. 100 games on a no, no. $70 million payroll, but 14 different players recording a save. It, it, you're laughing in the face of Mariano Rivera saying, ha ha, yeah. 14 guys can do what you can, Mo. Yeah, th- this one sucked. Uh, I didn't see that coming. So is it yeah. going to be more than 14 pitchers next year? I surely hope not. It I could be, it's, though. It's single digits. It could be. But I, for me, for what I want to see in this team, I really would rather see that number be single digits. Yeah. Now, in the Rays' defense, sometimes the highest leverage opportunity might be when it's a one-run ball game in the sixth or seventh inning instead of a three-run ball game is a save just because it wasn't it wasn't necessarily the highest leverage position. It was just, okay, we used our best guy in the sixth or seventh instead of the ninth. And that's how, you know, Evan Phillips or somebody like that gets a save, right. which uh, again, the list is Castillo, Kittredge, Fairbanks, Fire Eisen, Springs, Enns, McHugh, Fleming, Whistler, Maza, Sheriff, Richards, Anderson, and Phillips. Those were the 14 last names that, got to save and like half those guys aren't on the team anymore which is right very uh very raise esque you could say uh for sure yeah i think it's I, I think they would they're gonna get to double digits for sure i hope not. I, not I hope not Let just, just i hope not because then if they don't that means they went out mm-hmm. and kind of beefed up their bullpen and they don't have yeah. to do that shuttle as, as much and, and have a guy that they can just give the ball to i would I, look mm-hmm. by asking single digits hey do nine Okay, if 12 was okay. the previous record, nine is not so far away. So let's get us back down to single digits, people. And Kevin Cash is going to be like, oh, I'm going to prove you guys oh. so wrong. I'm going to get 18 guys. 18 That's guys right. are going to get saved this upcoming <laughs> year. Uh, okay, this next one. Uh, so that was for me. So I am up four to three right now in the prop bets. Uh, the next one, Chris Archer throws a hundred innings or more in 2021. I said he would Ulysses said he wouldn't. And after being paid six and a half million dollars, he threw 19 and a third innings pitched. I didn't think it was going to be 19. I think in that episode, I said like, Oh, 80, 80, 85. Yeah. I don't think a hundred. Yeah, no 19 and a third. So this one was uh pretty much in the bag yeah. pretty quickly. Yes, it was. Uh, and that equates to about $340,000 per inning for those people keeping score at home. And if you're uh, okay, keeping score, one. that's now 4-4 four, four on the prop bet. So ah, it, 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 it's, it's heated up. We're, we're tied up right up. now. Am I going to get cigars or are you going to get beer? We will find that out very soon. Um, Chris Archer, Rich Hill, Colin McHugh, and Michael Walker will combine for 350 plus innings in 2021. I said, yes, it would happen. Ulysses said, no, it would not happen. And the four guys, the quartet threw a combined 303 and a third innings pitched. That, uh, that was closer than, than yeah. what I thought doing the math. I'm like, Oh, I, I won that easily. And I'm like, Oh, 
okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. If if Archer just does what he could have done, then then I would have been down in in, in the slumps. But no, I, I pulled through, Kevin. Look at that. Consider this. If Rich Hill wasn't traded and he was pitching on the same track, I may have had this prop bet in the bag. You'd it would have been very close. Yeah. Yes, it would. Yeah. And what's funny about you know, all those four guys, I mean, I think wasn't Colin McHugh paid the fewest amount of dollars. And I know he didn't throw the most innings out of that group, but he was the best pitcher yeah. overall out of that group. So uh, it's, and I could see this could be something that the Rays do in the future where it's like, no, we're not going to pay one guy $15 million. We're going to pay four different guys uh, combined 13, 14, $15 million, whatever it may be. Veterans trying to get back on the right track. Look at that. Uh, they, 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 the, the Rays also went to, to USF business school and where they told you uh, diversify your portfolio. Yeah. Look at that. Well, there's, there's not another pitcher in baseball that is going to throw 303 innings in a season. But if Just you give get me 150, Just give me 150, yeah. man. It's a tall ask. Oh, well, Yarbrough can do it for you with a, you know, five and a half ERA or something like that. There you go. Uh, that's, that's, that's all you're going for. Uh, okay. This next one. So that, uh, puts you ahead five to four. Um, this next one, Kevin Kiermeyer plays at least a hundred games in 2021. I said, no, he wouldn't. Ulysses, you said, yes, he would. And KK wound up playing 122 games. And like we said in the player review, might have been his finest season with the bat since yeah. 2017 and very little, if any, drop off uh, defensively yeah. speaking. It was a very fine KK season and uh, we'll see what happens with his future um, in the next three or four months. Yeah, and I just had looked at his injury history. I looked at the fact that he started the year with I'm like already in spring training opening day. He's already being put on the IL with an oblique strain. This isn't looking good. So, uh, but maybe, you know, I think perhaps the having only a 60 game season allowed him to get healthy despite the oblique Mm -hmm. injury and credit to him for playing more games than uh, he usually does. It's I've been accustomed to him playing 105 games or 95 games or 98 games instead of, 122. So we'll see what happens uh, going uh, for him this upcoming year. Uh, okay, the next one. So you are up six to four, correct? That's right. As of six right to now, four. All right. three left, Kevin. Yeah, three left. Three left. Uh, Mike Trout will win the 2021 AL MVP. I said yes, he would. Ulysses, you said no, he wouldn't. And Ulysses, you were correct. As Shohei Otani won the MVP. Not only that, but Mike Trout—the worst season of his career, I guess you could say—playing only 36 games and was still named to the All Star game, which still that, grinds that was, my gears. Yeah, that's that's yeah, a hundred percent. And you know what? I have to find the clip because I did say Shohei Otani would be mm. the MVP this year, so I have to find that clip and play it for you. So, like, you know, I actually got it on the nose. I feel pretty happy about this one. I wanted a Babe Ruth type of season from Shohei. He did more yeah. than that. He was he was unlike anything we've ever seen in the world of baseball. And if you love baseball, because you probably do if you're listening to this podcast, mm-hmm. you were a very happy camper with what you witnessed this year from, from the Japanese uh, Otani. 
I want partial credit because an angel won it. Give me that. I give me a half a point or something. <laughs> I need some help here. I'm down seven to four. Dang it. Uh, by the way, speaking of MVPs, do you think a raised player will win an MVP in the next half decade? Yes. This Wander is a problem. I'm just uh, okay. Wander Franco. Fair enough. I, look, I've I've been very. Uh, who, who? I mean, on Franco. Let's late, just put so. all the buckets there. Give him the 200 million plus, and give him the MVP. That's all I want. Let, let's yeah. let's do that. Yeah. Unlimited Lambos and Rolls Royces and diamond encrusted watches. Let's let's do oh, it. Oh yeah. Yeah. If he signs a 200 million dollar deal. I really hope he gets a chain that has like 200 mil or something that <laughs> signifies that contract or the length of that deal, you know, instead of a okay. number five chain, maybe a, a, yeah. a number 10 chain, a 10 year, 200 million okay. year, uh, dollar deal, something along those lines. Like uh, okay. Uh, so moving along here, you've already, I mean, officially you've won. Let's just see how much you win by. Okay. Uh, I, I gotta, I gotta, Save up for the You're My Boy Blue, which are you sure you don't want uh, Michelob Light or, uh, <laughs> or Michelob Ultra or Miller Light or something along those lines? Oh, you know, I, maybe I changed my vibe, but not yet, buddy. Not okay, yet. Okay, I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, a raised player wins the 2021 AL Rookie of the Year. I said no. Ulysses, you said yes. And of course, Randy Arozarena one rookie of the year and and he did it with less home runs than i thought i said if he had 25 home runs it would be his the, uh, the rookie of the year he went with 20 home runs but he was yeah. a 2020 guy which had only been done twice before in this franchise well actually uh, no. uh, it had been done more than twice but, but only two players tommy fam and bj upton correct correct and uh I didn't think I thought people would shy away from voting for Randy just because he had been around a little bit. Uh, and I also thought that Wander Franco would be called up too late, but he was called yeah. up sooner than expected. I, I was thinking maybe a September call up or something like that, but of course, uh, yeah, I lost uh, this one pretty badly. Um, and then finally, so uh, eight to four is the prop bet count as of right now. And this final one will, Chris Archer break James Shields strikeout record or strikeout mark with the Tampa Bay Rays. I said, yes, Archer would do that this season. Ulysses, you said no. Uh, James Shields in a Rays uniform had 1,250 strikeouts. And Chris Archer entered the season with trying to find it right here. Uh, he entered the season, man, this is great. I, I can't, I can't find it, but he was, he wasn't that far away. He was 105 fewer. He's than, 83 okay, yeah. strikeouts away. He's 83 strikeouts yeah, away. There we put it. In other <laughs> words, I thought that Chris Archer would throw at least a hundred innings and get at least a hundred strikeouts. Like he would throw 112 innings and get, uh, 108 strikeouts or something like that and be able to get the mark. But yeah, it was not, uh, not a good, not a good time for the Chris Archer prop bets on my end. That's for sure. Yeah. So, uh, just to clarify, so what here, does that James mean? Shield, so, so who wins? So, so who won the episode? You won, you won the prop bet. You won the prop bet championship trophy award, whatever you want to call it, a landslide, Nine to four, 
I'm Lance very likes upset. Sets. Very Did nice. I win it last year? I don't remember. I only I remember, remember 2021, and that's the year that Ulysses know. wins yeah. the prop bet episode. Uh, look, I want to thank everybody that just had the belief in me and my prop bets. Anytime we see we say prop bets, you know what? You guys can play along with us. Yeah. You can just you know jot them down if you want, and then or tweet at us, DM us, and say, "Hey, keep track of this one." Hey, Suze, uh, uh Cologne did that with us. He yeah. kept track of it. He said, We're, they're going to win more than 97. We're like, okay, sure. That's yeah. your prop bet. So if you want to have prop bet with us, DM us at our, uh, our personal ones at the Locked On Rays. You can also do it at LockedOnRays at gmail.com. And, and we, we're going to put you on blast here. Yes, we are. And I am, I'm already have my wheels spinning about the 2022 prop bets and predictions because I, I can't, I'm okay with losing, but I can't lose nine to four like this. Something's got to change. I need, I need a box of cigars. I am tired Whoa. of buying uh, your, my boy blues. I, and I, you know what, because you won by such a large amount, I think I might get you two cases. Quite frankly, I might be a little, oh my goodness. Here. That that's yeah. very generous. I, I don't know about that, but yeah. no, this was really fun. Profits are always welcome. This was really mm-hmm. cool. I didn't think I would win nine to four. I was scared when this whole thing started because it looked like you were going to win all of these yeah. and uh, i came through man I, I was like uh the rays in a normal game where they just come back after the sixth inning that was my yes. prop that season congratulations sir very good okay uh that'll wrap up today's episode uh tomorrow we should have a mailbag episode so if you have any questions uh, we've got a, quite a few already that We'll uh, need to get through, but locked on raise gmail.com locked on raise at gmail.com locked on raise at gmail.com is the place to do that. Okay. Thank you again for making the locked on raise podcast. Your first listen every day. Now make your second listen, the locked on bets podcast. It is free and available on all platforms. Hope you all have a wonderful day. Stay safe. And we will talk to you tomorrow.